0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Eating Alone in My Car show with your host. So sad today. Today I'm having a Starbucks egg Sammy. Um, I gotta eat this one fast because, um, it's the, it's the light version. I always get the light version, um... And it's like, you know, it's sort of, it's like, to me, it's delicious. Um, you know, to me, because um, I'm always eating light versions of of things, um, because I have no self-esteem. Um, and don't believe I'm worth the not light version. Uh, shout out to no self-esteem. You know, to me, this is delicious. I mean, it, no, it's not delicious, but it's good. I'm not, like, a huge egg sandwich lover. Like, my heart doesn't go out for an egg sandwich. So, but in terms of an egg sandwich, like, it's good, you know. Like, nobody who doesn't eat light versions of things would ever think this is good. Like, I know enough to know that. I may not know much. I know, I know that. You know, that I know. Knowledge is, is knowledge power? I kind of don't think it is. But I feel like no. Like maybe, I don't know. It depends what kind of power you want. But, um, but nonetheless, you know, beginner's mind, you know, stay open, stay fresh. But if I do know one thing, if I do know one thing, it's that this egg, this light, the, the, the light egg Sammy from Starbucks, um, is not something that like a normal person, dare I say, whatever that is. Um, another question besides is knowledge power, uh, do not, you know, what is a normal person? I don't know, but I know that I'm not. And I know that the way that one of the ways that I sway away from normality is my, my penchant, uh, for, for light things. Uh, not, not because I like them, but because of, um, fear, shame and, um, the illusion of safety. So anyway, I do know that, you know, anyone who's not a regular light eater wouldn't, would just be like, this shit's plastic. But you know, another thing that I know, I may know two things in this world. I know enough also, because I've had enough of these light egg sandwiches in my, in my lifetime that you gotta, um, eat it fast. The light egg sandwich, because if you don't, it sort of turns very quickly into, like a, like a playhouse food, you know what I'm saying? Like it all becomes, it all turns to plastic if you don't eat it pretty quickly out of the, um, Starbucks toasty whatever thingy. Um, you know, the cheese in quotes, it's a, they call it a light, they call it a light white cheddar. It, it becomes something of like, like, have you ever seen like dried Elmer's glue? It sort of becomes that. And you know, in a way, I'm actually like I, I kind of lo- I'm not opposed to when it becomes dried Elmer's glue and gets stuck to the paper because for two reasons. Number one, it's like then I get to have two different cheese experiences, right? Like I get to have the warm cheese experience, and then I get to have the sort of plastic Elmer's glue cheese experience. Another thing is that you know when you're when you're eating the light cheese, when you're eating the light sandwich, you you want to make sure you you gobble up every last crumb because there's just not enough. So as you know, when I peel when I peel the 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 Elmer's glue cheese off of the paper, I get a little paper in there and it's sort of, you know, I don't I don't count the calories for the paper. Um so it's sort of like you're getting a little extra, you know, like I'm getting my 230 light um sand, sandwich and then I'm getting uh the paper. Um, you know, just a little, it's like a bonus. It's a bonus. So I'm not totally opposed, but, but I feel as though, you know, for the sake of the shod and like to keep it, to keep it clean, you know, to not get too, to not, to not let my sickness, um, invade the shod too much. You know, I'm trying to eat this quickly so I don't have to like get into So you don't have to hear me eating like the crunch of the cheese. But so that's that. That's what's going on here. Um, you know, Starbucks does have these sriracha packets now. I added the sriracha packet. Um I've got sriracha on my thigh. Um driving around in shorts, eating eating an egg sammy alone. Um I've got the sriracha on my thigh. Um, you know, and and I'm not above eating anything off my thigh. You know, I've really I've I've tasted on every part of myself. You know, it's like come on. Um I mean thigh. That's like nothing. Like I I I you know, I survived my childhood on like you know, boogers and whatever that was like sustenance. So a thigh is nothing, but, um, yeah, I never understand people who are like skeeved by their own bodily fluids. It's like, I don't think there's a part of my body that I haven't consumed like multiple times. Um, and I'm not judging. I mean, I guess I am judging a little, I guess I am judging a little, um, but I maybe it's like a defensive judging, right? Like it's sort of like when I remember there was this girl who said, uh, the first, who said she didn't masturbate. And I had, and, and, um, you know, and I had just gone through this. This was, of course, it all comes back to like middle school. So I guess, no, this was like ninth grade. I remember we were, I was at like a slumber party in ninth grade. And there was this girl who's like, yeah, I've never masturbated. And like in the years leading up to that, you know, I mean, I had, I had been, you know, I had humped like every stuffed animal, uh, within 200 feet of my bedroom. But, um, you know, anything, anything with stuffing in it was, was fair game or yeah, mostly the stuffed animals. I don't, a couple pillows, but so, but so I have told you the story. If you're a good listener, I've told you the story about how sometimes I would masturbate like not with my best friend, but like just sort of like in the same place you know, like we'd like get together and then like, she'd like, you know, let me put on like her bra and then like, you know, I'd be in like one sleeping bag, she'd be in like her bed. And then like, you know, it was just sort of like, I'm okay. You're okay. This is like a thing we do. It really, um, truth be told, I really wasn't attracted to her. It wasn't like the neighbor who I was like sort of attracted to because of the apple fritter bribery, um, the apple fritter grooming. But no, this was more just like, an I'm okay. You're okay we're okay, we do, you know, like, it was very Judy Bloom, right, like, oh, you masturbate, I masturbate, but then, like, when she stopped, um, when she decided in eighth grade that, like, I, for, like, really only three months, but it was, it was a very long three months that, um, you know, I, I was no longer cool, and, like, she didn't like me anymore, and somebody else was better, um, and I started having nightmares of the Holocaust, um, you know, that it was happening again and whatever. Um, you know, just like that kind of shit. Um, when that happened, um, she like did not, you know, she like wouldn't like, it was like, Oh no, like I, you know, I never, we never did that. I've never masturbated. I'm like, you, like you had your fucking dad's playboys. Like you were like leading the charge. So I don't even, but whatever. But I didn't, ha- you know, I was just like, Oh, okay. Or maybe she said like, I don't do that anymore. But anyway, so I was like, you know there was like the shame and whatever and I didn't talk about masturbation for a while then um over a summer I met this really hot girl who was like just she was so beautiful and she like rode horses you know what I'm saying she came from like a rich family but yet she was somehow also all like she was just like cool in 80 like she just had like s- like everything in like 80,000 ways and she was like yeah, like she was like, I'm she's like, of course, I masturbate. I masturbate all the time. Like, who the fuck doesn't masturbate? And I was like, yeah. And so I took that with me and entered into ninth grade. Maybe it was 10th grade. And then I'm at the slumber party. And this girl's like, oh, no, I, I don't do that. I don't masturbate. And I I borrowed this confidence of this sort of rich horse riding yet punk. I don't know how she managed to do that. I don't know how that's possible. Um, but somehow she did, um, girl. And I was like, you don't, you don't, you know, it was sort of like a judgmental, like you don't, but really it was like a self, it was a self protection. Like, you know, it was like, I had been shamed for being a masturbator. And so I was like, you know what? Like my only defense here is, is, a is enough. Wait, hold on a second. Sorry. I'm, oh shit. Okay. Anyway, um, so I came to, like, a five-point turn, and, like, the, the last bit of sandwich was just, like, falling um, off of my thigh onto the seat, um, but so where, where the, it's resting on my thigh right now, but anyway, I mean, I don't know if that's important to you, and yes, the cheese has definitely Elmer's gluified, but it was already off the paper, so it's, like, you know, Elmer's glue, gluing, like, in the little chunk of sandwich, just this last morsel, but so... That's sort of how it is with, like, tasters versus non-tasters. Do I really judge the non-tasters? I mean, I find it a little odd. You know, if you ask me, I find... I, I mean, you have a body. Why not, you know, go exploring? Um, you know, if I'm going to put, like, a like somebody else's, you know, pussy in my mouth or a dick in my mouth, you know, like, why wouldn't I, you know, sample my own first for comparison? It's like a wine tasting, you know? But... Um, I don't know. So anyway, but yeah, but I guess, so I guess my judgment is more out of like, a, it is a judgment, but it's, I think it's like a, what I'm saying, what I'm saying in all this is it's like a pre pre offense. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I feel that I might be judged. So I have to judge before I'm judged, you know, but also just kind of like a, who are these people? You know, I don't, I don't know. So I remember that I was supposed to do some updates um, for you on, because I know that you are waiting with bated breath. Um, one is the question of why, when I, when I say something nice to myself, you know, I was just going to, I was going to meditate on that. Um, why when I say something nice to myself do I feel like, um, you know, it's dangerous. Like I'm going to be caught unawares, you know, like I'm going to die. Like, it's a very bad, like, it's a bad thing to do. Um, And I have not come up with the answer. I mean, you know, I threw my mother as a possible, you know, I threw upbringing as a possible, but like, you know, I mean, it's all sort of, you know, I, I also feel like there's like maybe some chewiness involved, like, you know, anxiety as self-protection, you know, like don't get too comfortable cause you're going to have to go running to the next shtetl, you know, like, I don't know. I don't know what's nature. I don't know what's nurture. Um, you know, but I do feel like there's probably more information to be gleaned. I just, um, I haven't, I haven't done, I haven't done the work on that one. I haven't, you know, I mean the whole thing of, of saying the nice thing is like the doing the work, but apparently I, you know, it seems that I need to do the work on doing the work. Like, well, why is it a challenge? You know, why is it, um, why is it a challenge to like, it's, it is weird though. Like what, you know, like, if, like you can extend that kindness. Like I can extend it. I can like, to someone else. And, and also, you know, like in terms of containing multitudes, right? Like, you know, like beyond good and evil as it were, right? Like that we contain multitudes so that even if I think, um, kindly things of another human being, even if they contain multitudes and there is also, there are also things that, uh, are, are not maybe, um, great, you know, about that person, it's like, it's not dangerous, you know, it doesn't seem like, or disingenuous, really, it's a danger, it's a feeling of like, if I, if I, if, like, that I'm gonna be, you know, I've said it before, like, I'm gonna be canceled by some, like, cosmic arbiter, right, um, that, that I'll be caught sort of unawares, and I'll have, like, a reckoning, um, as though I, which is, but it's also strange, because it's like, I've been reckoning with, um, from a very self-centered perspective, like I've been reckoning with the sort of negative stuff, you know, the ne- I mean, I've, I've been, you know, like I am my own, I've been my own cosmic ar- cosmic arbiter my whole life. But so, so what is it? Like, why is it dangerous? You know, why is it scary to, I mean, even just the word, like to say nice things to myself, to say kind things, like even just saying, even just saying to say kind things to myself, that phrase, it feels like, I mean, it it feels disgusting. Um, but it also feels like, um, there's, there's some sort of eye, or like, a not I, but like, like an eye or like a a mystic watcher or, um, you know, that's like, Ooh, like, like why, you know, Ooh, better not better not, you know, like you're going to be like, honey, you're going to be in for a real surprise, you know, as though if a cosmic, as though if I said something nice to myself and then a cosmic arbiter or whatever, you know, judge of the universe or, um, you know, like the, like Twitter or whatever, whatever it is, um, as though if, if they were like, actually that's not true, I would be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised In fact, I think I am more prepared, um, for the other shoe dropping than I am for like the shoe even going up in the air, you know? So I would, I really wouldn't be surprised. So I don't know. I'm, you know, I'm going to keep digging. I'm going to keep ruminating. I'll let you know, um, what I find. If you have any ideas on that. I mean, you know, it's always, it's always like, oh, you know, well, you know, like, you were sensitive and there were ways you weren't loved unconditionally, you know, like there's always like the, that, but it's like, what, but like from a cognitive behavioral perspective, like from a, from a, but okay, what now, you know, like, what is it? Is it just practice that then like you start to feel like safer about not thinking that you're a total piece of shit, like in every moment? I don't know. You know, I don't know. Um, But I will say, I think that there has been a little progress in the sense that I'm actually like interested in this now. You know, like I'm at like, like I like it. I'm not saying that I fully believe that it could be possible to, dare I say, love myself, whatever that is. Um, But like, I'm into. I'm, I'm intrigued now. I'm intrigued. So I guess with the given the fact that I'm intrigued, you know, I must think on some level then that it is possible or something that I, something worth having. So that is, that's fucking, that's a change, right? Like a lot of times people, you know, it's like when people aren't willing, it's like, you know like when 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 i'm talking to people and they're like you know i just don't know if i'm willing it's like well we ask for the like ask for the willingness to be willing right i didn't make that up you know like we pray for the willingness to be willing or we ask for the willingness to be willing and i feel like i didn't i i did not have the willingness to be willing you know i did not have the willingness to be willing but maybe i have the willingness to be willing now the willingness to be willing. So, I don't know. The other um update is oh, is pestilence corner. Um yeah, the ant baits um didn't work. I know I never gave a brand name, so, you know, but but just it doesn't matter now because the ant baits there was um it went from a parade of ants to um a football stadium of ants. It like the ants really took over um the entire kitchen, um, they had a feast on the stuff, they didn't die, I mean, it was really a great day for them, you know, like, it was sort of, like, it reminded me sort of, like, did, I don't know, like, for those of you who, like, are in college or went to college, like, spring fling, you know, like, when, like, the weather gets nice outside and, like, you know, and there's, like, I don't know, there was, like, refreshments and the ants are getting, like, all fucked up on the, you know, on the poison, but it's not killing them. It's like, it was sort of, I would call it like an ant rave, but it was like way bigger than an ant rave. It was like, and it wasn't like a liberal arts school spring fling either. It was like a state school spring fling, you know, it was like a, like a, like a university of Michigan or, um, you know, Penn state, like If the ants, uh, you know, if the ants all attended Penn state and it had been like very freezing all winter in, uh, state college, Pennsylvania, and then like they're, they're being let out and there's like, you know, there's, there's bands, you know, maybe like, I don't know. They bring in like George Clinton. I feel like George Clinton like would come to like different spring flings, right? Like they bring in like George Clinton or like, I don't know who else said the bare naked ladies, you know, they're like 60 years old. They bring in the bare naked ladies, you know, and like the ants were having other than having to listen to the bare naked ladies. The ants were having like that. It was their spring fling and they didn't die. Um, and then they all. Uh, but I, the, the next day, though, we did have to have um, like a self massacre, you know, like we threw away the the baits and then. Um, used I used uh, a combination of vinegar and like mint oil and then like just poison from a spray bottle. You know, like just went after them. So it was like you know, nothing gold can stay. And the ants um I felt bad killing the ants, but like I don't know. We've had we've had sort of a rain of pestilence this this spring. Um we have these, we have, we have, we have these mice that have been coming into our house. Um, and I have these like no kill traps, um, which are really cool. They're like, it's like a little mouse house and you put the peanut butter in. So we caught like a couple. And with the first mice, like I was like disgusted and terrified when we caught them, you know, like I was just really like, I was like, Oh, what the fuck is this? Um, you know, because you, it's like in this little house. And because it's like basically they go in for the peanut butter and then the trap door closes and then but the, the house is transparent. So you like look and you're like, oh, shit, there's a mouse in there. And then like, you know, I put on like my like covid latex glove. Um, and so I'm like out in the yard like Michael Jackson and then like letting the mouse. And I was like, this is disgusting. But even though I do like rodentia, but there's just something about it being like an interloper and having to like look at it in the plastic thing. That's just like, I don't know. It gives me the creeps. But then. So then we had, um, so then Pickle had best week ever because, so they were like trimming, like they were like cutting like branches on the trees on, on, on my lane. I live on a lane. They were cutting, they were, they were cutting the branches on the trees in the lane, um, up in the Canyon where I live because so that it doesn't, um, all catch fire. And, um, um, so they were they were cutting the trees and I guess like they must have dislodged like a a, a baby squirrel's nest which is really fucking sad um, you know I mean I guess it's like well it's either uh, no, I know I was you know I was just trying to justify like I was just trying to like justify like my interloping in the squirrel habitat like you know like well if they don't cut down the trees then the squirrels will die in a fire but like no the squirrels can run but anyway so. I don't know. Or maybe like it was a ground squirrel and like the mother abandoned the nest. I really don't know about squirrels. I've learned a lot more about squirrels though in this past like month. So, and this, and by the way, the, the, the mice were going on, the mice were like in parallel play this whole time to the squirrels. Okay. So like, remember the mice are like happening in my house. I'm catching them, letting them go. All right. So a baby squirrel's nest got loose. So we're in the backyard and we hear like pickle, we hear like a squeal. Pickle has murdered a baby squirrel. So, but we didn't know there was a whole nest. And so that was fucked up to have to dispose of a baby squirrel corpse. Um, then like two hours later, we hear another squeal. And like it was so Pickle was such a bully. But I mean, I guess like that's what he's born to do. Like, he's a ratter you know? And it was like, there was definitely, it was interesting. Cause like my husband who's like not a violent man. I mean, he does like wrestling, but that's fake, you know, like the 80s wrestling, but that's like fake, you know, but he's like really not a violent confrontational man. But he was like, my boys become a man. Like he was like, so like he, I felt like he had like empathy. Like he had like, you know, like, like I felt like they like really connected. Like he knew that it was, like, so fulfilling for Pickle on some level to let, like, Pickle really felt, but it's, like, the squirrel was, like, I mean, literally, this, Pickle couldn't catch the mice in our house. Also, he'd been trying to, so it was, like, that was, like, so the mice were sort of, like, the foreplay, and then the baby squirrel that was already on, like, death's door, because it had been abandoned by its mother, like, that's Pickle's speed, You know what I'm saying? Like, that's Pickle. Like, that is, like, Pickle's, that's, like, sort of, like, if Pickle were a wrestler, that, like, that's, like, Pickle's weight class, you know? Or Pickle's, like, level of skill is, like, a dying, like, an already dying baby squirrel. But he was, like, so mean, and he was, like, so, and he was, like, strutting around like he's the fucking king. Okay, so we were, like, I cannot believe he just killed two baby squirrels. The next day, another squeak. Another one day 3. He was just finding them like in our yard. I don't know. Like they I guess they scattered four more. My dog murdered seven baby squirrels. I mean, it was it, it was the best week of his life. It was a fucking nightmare, okay? Until you've taken like a pitchfork and had to like dispose of a baby squirrel carcass or seven. It was harrowing. So needless to say, the mice, like, now I'm, like, not freaked out by them at all, you know? Because I've dealt with, like, I've seen death, death of a rodent up close. Um, You know, we made up a song, like, you know, Pickles' song. It's like, now I've had the time of my life, and I've murdered seven baby squirrels. So, like, now he's, like... It's almost like a Ted Bundy thing. Like, you know, Ted Bundy would like want to take a trophy of his kill or he would like um, go back. Like a lot of times, like serial killers, like go back to the scene. Well, like Pickle's been like going back to the scene of where all the murders happened. Just like trying to relive his glory days. Um, But so so then like. All right. So then we whatever. So. I'm back to the mice. So now I've caught, like, at this point, I had caught, like, 10 mice. So we're like, okay, something's wrong. We need to, like, tell our, like, our landlord. And, like, our landlord has, like, this elderly woman up the street, like, doing this thing. Because our landlord lives in Idaho. It's, like, a long thing. So anyway, so news gets out on the lane. News gets out on the lane that we've got a mouse problem. So one of my neighbors in COVID has become, like, really tight with all rodents. Like, she's just really bonded with all of the rodents. So she like starts coming over. Because she's terrified that we're going to get like an exterminator. Because she thinks that the mice are called these like neotomas. Which are like ext- like going extinct or something. Um, meanwhile like you know I mean. It, you know the same. I'm sure she's like eating like steak on the grill. But like nonetheless. So whatever. So the neotomas. Um, so. Basically, she starts coming over every day, like, trying to, like, set all these, like, outdoor Neatoma traps. to do, Because she's so afraid that we're going to, like, you know, destroy the Neatoma species in the neighborhood. So, finally, I'm, like... Uh, so, we start releasing them just, like, at the top of the hill on the lane. But she's, like, no, no. Like, let's take them to the top of... Like, we need to take them to the top of, like, Mulholland Drive and, like, put them in a more, like, sort of open habitat. So, we're, like, okay. Uh, I'm, like, well, I don't know about, like, commuting with the Neotoma, But I'll, like... Uh, if I catch another one in our house with the peanut butter trap, I'm just going to bring it to you. And then when you release yours, you can release mine, you know, cause they actually are kind of cute. These Neatomas, like I would keep it for a pet, but I can't with pickle, but I would definitely keep it for a pet. Um, now, you know, I feel like I've, I've sort of now through her Neatoma friendship, like I feel like I've become sort of tight with the Neatomas, but like, people are so bored, so, like, now, like, basically, like, I, I'm, like, okay, like these are the kind, these are the emails I'm getting, these are the emails I've been getting from my neighbors, uh, from my neighbor, okay, like, the subject is our dusky neatoma, our dusky dusky footed neotoma. I set a live trash trap at our house as well. Oh dear Melissa, I set a live trap at our house as well, and I caught one last night. Have you checked the trap? This was she left a trap outside of our house, though we were supposed to check like every hour. I have a feeling we are sharing the same Neotoma family, so it might be good to release them at the same time. I thought you would appreciate some notes about the neotomas since you're getting familiar with them. I've attached two pages below. It's important to remember that the dusky-footed Neatomas are related to hamsters, gerbils, and mice, hence the small size and cuteness factor, with big dark eyes, large ears, soft gray fur, a white belly. So, although called a wood rat, they are in fact, she was so scary. we were going to think they were rats and, like, murder them. And I'm like, I've been catching them in, like, a plastic thing with peanut butter and releasing them for, like, a month. Like, they're, no. You know, but I just need to not have them, like, living, like, pooping in my special K. So, okay, with big dark eyes, large ears, soft gray fur, a white belly, so although called a wood rat, they are in fact not rats, i.e. Norwegian rats, urban pizza rats, or other non-native rats, and then in parentheses, ratus ratus. I have also attached the Neotoma taxonomy, and here's a link to an article about Neotoma's endangered species if you get really interested. Um, as you can hear, I'm personally getting a little pandemic attached to the wildlife here. So it is with great appreciation that you've both been catching them a, a little attached. Living adjacent to our wilderness, okay, I mean this goes on for quite a while. So then she she caught some okay, so she caught one. She was letting us know that she'd caught another one and she gave it carrots and water. So about two hours after I get that email, I hear a squeaking coming. From our indoor plastic trap, like re- mouse neatoma number like 13 at this point. So I'm like, all right, you know what? She wants to play this game? Fine. So I like go up there with my I'm wearing my mask. I'm like carrying, I go up there, it's nine o'clock at night and I like not I like ring her bell or I knock on her door. and I'm like, hi. So here's the Neatoma. Like if you want to release it with yours in the morning when you go with your neotoma that you've given carrot and water. And she's like, oh, so I so she's like, well, let me show you mine. And I was like, oh, my God. So we go to look at her neotoma, and she's like, you know, yours looks like it might be a different species. And I'm like, it is literally these these are identical. She's like, I'm, I'm just afraid to put them in the same like, sh- you know, she has like a big trap she's like uh, that she was using as a cage she's like i'm just afraid to put them in the same cage i'm like listen like i can't be getting into like the different taxonomies now like this is like like if you want to go release the neotoma like you know in like a deeper wilderness like that's fine and if you want to release mine that's fine but like either i'm going to release mine like in in the tr- which we have plenty of like trees and woods right here or like you you're gonna just have to risk that my neatoma and your neotoma like which by the way they are definitely the same species like you're just gonna have to risk that they're gonna not be the odd couple you know like that they're gonna be like down okay because like so whatever so so she was too afraid to let them be in the same thing like she was just I'm like maybe they'll be lovers like I don't know but so anyway so we like in the dark we went to the top of the hill like not up in Mulholland but just like the top of the hill on our street and like release them and they like scampered off together and they were fine and clearly of the same species. So then the next <laughs> day I'm in my house and, and she like leans over and like, she's like, hi. And I'm like, hi. And she's like, oh my God, you'll never guess what happened this morning. And I'm like, what? And she's like, so I caught another Neatoma and I drove it up to Mulholland and just as I'm releasing it, a giant, red-tailed hawk, I think she said red-tailed hawk, comes swooping down from the sky and puts the neotoma in his mouth. And I was like, you know what? Like, I can't. So, like, I like, I, I mean, it, it that was kind of amazing. I mean, I feel bad for the neotoma, but I'm also like, dude, like, I just ate a fucking, like, breakfast sandwich with turkey bacon. You know what I'm saying? Like, we get so, like, I'm so, like, I'm like, oh, I'm a good person. I'm using, like, the, you know, I'm not using the kill traps, but it's really because I, I just don't want to see the death. But like I'm sure that the turkey in this turkey bacon like did not have like the greatest I mean I don't know but I I something tells me it, it just you know it didn't have like a great life or a great death. So it's like you know I guess I don't know. I guess it's just we don't want to we don't want to see ourselves doing the killing. We don't want to think of ourselves as killers. But when it's sort of like a disembodied piece of light turkey bacon. You know, we can sort of like write it off karmically for ourselves even though like, you know, I don't I don't believe personally that I actually can. Like I still you know, I'm still I'm still I eat very little meat. We've we've discussed all this, my guilt and shame over eating meat, but um you know, I eat very little of it, but I still kind of feel like it's like well, I only do like a little death, you know? Like I just, I just do a little. I just dabble. Like it's if if I could change one thing about myself, I mean, I can, actually, I can change one thing, but I can do it right now, but you know, I wanted the light breakfast sandwich, but, um, so, but you know, like if, if, if I would say like, kind of, what are the things that what's one of the things that keeps me from being like, that makes me like, you know, when, when I'm, when I'm doing like the self love shit or what, like, I don't know, like, I definitely think I'd be closer to being able to say the, the little affirmation thing. If I think no, probably not. Because you know what, years ago I was vegan and like I still, you know, hated myself. So I, I don't know. More will be revealed on that front. Anyway, um, yeah. Wishing you uh, a week where you don't have to, um, you know, at least witness your own killing of something, um, so that you too can uh, fool yourself into thinking that maybe your karma will be, uh you know, preserved. And on that note, on that cheery note, uh, I will see you on the flip side. That's all. Bye bye.